Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Oh, look, it's time for another edition of Food Bites with Sarah Patterson, the podcast that just keeps on giving. Oh, it keeps giving me every week and it keeps giving you. But I'll tell you what it gives <laughs> you didn't this say week. what it's giving you. <laughs> it keeps dysentery. This week it gives us uh, look, a wonderful guest in a, a revered racing oh. broadcaster. Well known uh, face and voice of uh, cross racing uh, for the last. 30 or 40 years. The wonderful Andrew Bensley, and he's a cracking bloke too. He's very funny. One of the most likeable and liked yes. people in the, in, the uh, in the media industry. Yeah, there's there's people in the media industry who say, oh, he's all right. Oh, he's all right. Oh, he's not. Uh, well, you never hear anyone say a bad word about yes, Andrew Yes, and I have worked with Andrew on and off. Yeah, you have. And yeah. uh, he's been an absolute delight. No, he's a beauty. So he's coming up shortly. And our food poll this week. Yes, our food poll this week. Is cabana and cheese. You've forgotten what it was, hadn't you? <laughs> Stunned silence. Well, it's some would say see, it is rather forgettable. See, we're human. I was still we're on the brandy snaps. Absolutely human. <laughs> uh, well, some people are saying it's like Mork and Mindy. You can't divide them. Yeah, it's interesting uh, because the, when the, the platters come out, they belong together. It's what it's what you go for straight up. Yes, and everyone, of course, has done exactly what we expected them to do and said both. But anyway, either way, it's a bit of a retro yes. favourite, isn't it? Well, uh, we'll get into that a little later on. And of course, don't forget that uh, there's a whole lot of old episodes of this podcast. Yes. If you're not enjoying this one, there's, there's plenty of other. You're going to love this uh, one. Old ones. You're going you to love this one, especially if you love your fish and chips and your potato cakes uh, or scallops, depending oh, what state you're listening in. Controversy coming up, and one of the world's great food issues is uh, is on the agenda, and this man's <laughs> going to put it on the agenda, and rightly so, ladies and gentlemen. Andrew Bensley. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Andrew, you're a very generous man because I happen to know the day that we are speaking to you, you are well and truly in the thick of the spring carnival action. Are you running around in a bit of a flap? Ah, oh, Sarah, it's been a, a long day today, being uh, the, the build up to the cosplay as it is this week. And, uh, you know, spring carnival time, there's nothing like it in. Victoria, for mine, there's nothing like it around the world, but uh, the build-up to each of the carnivals, Caulfield, the Valley this week, and, and Melbourne Cup for four days, uh, there's nothing like it, the uh, unique build-up. So, no, great to talk to you both, and um, <laughs> hopefully I'll give you some gems over the next little while. Well, tell us where your sort of journey with racing started, Andrew. When did the bug bite you? Well, it started, Kev, uh, as all of us probably in radio at, at certain times, what do you do? But I I, I go back to probably, um, I'll say seven, eight, nine, somewhere around there that I don't know. I don't know how it triggered, uh, Kev, but I always wanted to work in radio. It was the only thing that I've ever wanted to do. And uh, across the road in Wangaratta in northeast Victoria uh, was a a beautiful couple that we called Nana and Pa, and they weren't relatives, but we called them that from when I was very, very young. And uh, they were both into their racing, and they took me to race meetings around northeast Victoria, like Wangaratta and Chilton, and all those country places that raced back in that time, back in the sort of the, the early seventies. Uh, and and that's where the bug with racing began, but. Kev, uh, I always wanted to work in the industry that I'm doing now. Uh, there's been little, uh, you know, journeys away doing some TV and things like that, but I, I love radio. And at this stage, I, I'm wrapped at where I am and what I'm doing. Yeah. 
You have done, as you said, uh, TV extensively. <laughs> it sounds like you prefer the, the radio over the TV, though. Well, I try and help the uh, the, the viewers, I reckon, uh, Sarah, by not showing my big <laughs> gone on the TV is probably uh, the ball route. <laughs> no, uh, some are attractive for TV and some aren't, and uh, I'm in the latter, Sarah. But, no, look, I... I uh, you know, I, I actually worked where I am now when it was known as, as 3UZ and uh, I got an opportunity through the Nine Newsroom with John Sorrell. I, I just sent him a, a video of one night I was doing Channel 31 harness racing and they were talking about, I saw this little thing in the paper, Channel 9 will be covering the Daily Double, the two races from Melbourne racing onto Channel 9 every Saturday. And I thought, oh, that might be interesting. Uh, and next thing I'm... I'm uh, sitting at a desk at Bendigo Street in Richmond, uh, where Channel 9 was, and I was a, a sports reporter and uh, learning the caper as I went. So that's how that began, and, and that sort of flowed through to getting over 20 years with Sky uh, Sky Channel or Sky Racing, it was called, and uh, that was a combination of TV and radio. But uh, it's it's been a journey where, you know, I'm, I'm just turned 61, and it started at radio school at 17. So I, it's been a career that uh, uh, that I look back on now, pinch myself and think, how good has this been? Well, let's get back into the kitchen and <laughs> ask the obvious question here. Do you eat like a horse? Oh. Well, oh, <laughs> Kev, that's a better. Gee, Derry, you could have got away with that, but not Kev. Uh, Kev Kev's as big as me, isn't yeah, he? No, uh, no. I've been in a fair panic. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> yeah. No, look, I, uh, I've i been like all of us that can cover some ground with food and all, all of us love it. Uh, my weight has sort of gone up and down as I've got older. Uh, right now I'm I'm uh, sitting comfortable with the weight that I am, but, yeah, still give me fish and chips on a Sunday night, Kevin. I'm, uh, I'm oh, just yeah. in magic land with the lemon and everything off the lemon tree out in the backyard. It's uh, There's nothing like it. Every time... On a Sunday night, I, I have fish and chips with my wife, and and every time I know I'm eating too much of it, but I still eat it and suffer it every Sunday. <laughs> Do you have potato cakes as well? <sighs> yeah, no, the uh, the potato cakes. But uh, <laughs> I, 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 the one thing that worries me with potato cakes, Sarah, is the thickness of them. Oh, um, you, you can't have them thick because <laughs> you may as well just eat a potato if you know what I mean. You've, you've got, Yep. You've got to be careful with the thickness of the potato cake, but yeah, I still have a couple. Kevin's nodding vigorously yeah, about that. That's, that's a that's a world issue. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> oh yeah, no. Look, no. There's, but there's some. You know how sometimes you you have your favourite fish and chip shop that you go to, uh, and, and but there's occasions where you think, oh, we we might go to a different one next Sunday, and because I don't like the potato cakes that I'm eating at the moment, but then. You'll go to a different fish and chip shop, and you might get a piece of flake that you're not happy with. You know, you can't find that 100% shop. Yeah, but do you know what they all do the same, Andrew? Oh. All fish and chip shops. If you ask for, say, three potato cakes, they'll always give you four. Yes, no, you are right there. I, I, I put that down, Sarah, to the size of them. Sometimes they're <laughs> small, and they might think that they need to make it up. Yep. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good theory. <laughs> I don't know. I still eat them. Don't worry. I complain about the thickness, but I still eat them. What about Andrew? Do you yourself know your way no. around a kitchen? No, no, no. I I knew what the question was going to be even <laughs> before you opened it, Sarah. No, uh, I. It's one thing 
uh, when I when I started in radio, I went from radio school in Melbourne. I worked at a place called Charleville in mm. outback Queensland uh, because I, that's what I wanted. I, I needed a job, and that's where the first job opened up. And uh, there was a short period there where I did cook, uh, <laughs> but I'm no cook, Sarah. Uh, my, I, I rely on my wife uh, to do do that basically every night. She looks after me with. Uh, Whatever she wants to cook, I'm happy to go with. And the beautiful thing about country pubs uh, or country places like Charleville is they have great pubs and you finish up eating in the pub. Well, you do uh, because I lived around the corner from six of them. Uh, Kev, it was uh, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> going back to uh, late 70s, there was there was six of them in Charleville. And, uh, you know, going back to prior to that, you know, years and years ago, there were, there were probably double that number. But uh, – uh, those country towns, they do normally. I know what we've been through with uh, COVID and everything, but uh, a lot of them have sadly closed down under the environment we all lived in. But uh, uh, the, 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 there is nothing like walking in. Uh, my wife and I go out with a, another couple every couple of weeks just for uh, for dinner uh, around where we live, and and it's uh, there's nothing like it, is there? You know. A, a, a chicken schnitzel <laughs> with gravy and chips. You know that oh. gravy. That gravy is just you can see the smell of it just drifting over the chicken <laughs> schnitzel. You know you can see it, Kev, can't oh, you? Yeah. My mate sent me a photo uh, yesterday of uh, him in a pub in Queensland uh, having bangers and mash, oh. and I could literally taste the gravy and the sausages through the photo. It was just one of those moments. You know, my, actually, on that point. Uh, my wife, only because she goes shopping, because I can't ever do that, Sarah. Don't, 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 don't laugh in the background. Uh, but uh, she said the other day she can't find fat sausages anywhere. Oh, yes. 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 Now yep. you're talking world That's a problems. real bone of that contention here. Problem. We can't find We can't find good sausages full stop. Yeah, no, well, look, uh, um, she did find the little, you know, the normal ones, but I do like the big ones occasionally with, you know, as you say, Kevin, a bit of gravy and uh, potato and yeah. uh, all that sort of stuff. But uh, she, she came out of the other day. She said, I just can't find any of them anywhere. I mean, I know that we've got all sorts of issues for sad reasons with the flooding and everything. Yeah. But um, um, on the other side, where are the fat sausages? Yeah, and the ones that are gristle-free. Yeah, I, I tend no. to find my – even some of my butcher sausages have got a fair bit of a – Gristle. Well, it's an art. Yeah. Making good sausages yeah. is an art. Is it, Kevin? Yes, yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. I know blokes no, well, make beauties. Yeah, well, no, I – but going back to the original question, Sarah, <laughs> I can honestly tell you I'm no chef. Uh, no chef. I, I sit there uh, – uh, my day is in routine now uh, from where I work and I, I leave here, you know, uh, anywhere between 4.30 and 6.30 and – I get home and I muck around uh, with uh, my son's dog that we're looking after and have been for over 12 months out the backyard. <laughs> and uh, and then my wife yells out, tea's ready, and I walk in and eat it. That's uh, that's as close as I get to the kitchen. They're very, they're very long days and early starts. Do you need a coffee to get you going in the morning? I do. I never used to, but I do now. I, it, is a, it is a coffee-crazed world, isn't it? Mm. I... I you know, I where we work, I go to a place every morning now and, and uh, you line up, you know, there's 10, 15 people and it's, you sort of think, gee, is everyone drinking, well, it's either coffee or hot chocolate or something at that time of the morning. But um, I, I do regularly now because it's seemingly what everyone does. So I've joined in the world on that one. 
What about a sweet tooth? You got one of those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Come on, Kev. You don't get like you and I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, no. go, let's go through the list of possible, uh, you know, uh, crimes here. No. Ice cream? Well, I have. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't mind. it. Uh, well, what, in a bowl or when you eat it? Oh, well, you know, any really, to be honest. But I love I love a bowl of ice cream. Mm, does. Yeah, I like a bowl with, uh, with a strawberry uh, topping and either nuts or um, – Hundreds and thousands, oh. you know, those old little things. That's a bit uh, like a sun, old fashioned Sunday almost. Yeah. Exactly. So, no, I, I wouldn't say that I, I'd have it once a month uh, during winter, but summer, obviously, if you have it a bit more because it's that time of weather. Vickies? Oh, no, every uh, night with a, uh, with a cup of tea <laughs> uh, about 9.30. And my wife says, um, sweet or, or boring? And, uh, so it's a sweet biscuit every night about nine o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> lollies. Oh, lollies. Oh yes, no lollies. Uh, <laughs> lollies are. Uh, my wife says to me again when she goes shopping, "I think we've, I think we've got enough lollies." And then I look in and there's only a quarter of a jar. So no lollies are every Saturday. Right, <laughs> and chocolate. Um. Don't mind the odd Kit Kat on the way home from work if I've had nothing to eat through the day. A, a, a Kit Kat's just a, a crunchy one on the way home. You can get all sorts of – you can get a mint one now. You can get all sorts of uh, different ranges of them. But I, I, I like the basic, a straight Kit Kat for me. I think we may need to check our uh, our family trees. I think we might be related. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we've, worked, we've worked in radio for a good portion of our life, Kevin, and uh, – I love radio uh, and for obvious reasons that I've spoken about, but there are times that you you just don't eat right. You know, you've got to be mm. you've got to be careful. And um, in all seriousness, with uh, we've, we've joked about some of the foods I eat, but I, I eat in moderation. Um, you know, as I said earlier, I've just turned sixty-one, and you do start to think about it because. There's been so many sad deaths that people, you know, have all learned about. And you just do start to, you don't get down in the dumps, but you, but you start to think about it a bit more. And um, while I enjoy everything that we've spoken about, it's more in moderation that I, I don't go overboard. Yeah, no, good on you. Tell us how you're enjoying the position yeah, at um, sounds RSN. Yeah, bo- sounds boring, Kevin. Sorry, I've bored you. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. No, no, no. <laughs> That's very smart. Tell us about uh, life at um, RSN at the moment, Andrew, and, and your position there. Well, I've been here for six or seven weeks, and it's been a whirlwind, really, coming in at this time of the year that uh, we are, you know, the racing station of Victoria and, and uh, coming here in a, in a completely different role. I've been... Sarah on air, uh, you know, for, for most of the career. And it is a, a bit of a change uh, for, for what I have been doing. But I thought uh, when uh, the position came up, I thought, well, it's now or never. Uh, and as I have said to the staff here that I uh, look after, I, I made a decision to come here because I grew up listening to this signal, uh, as it was known as 3UZ. And I know you can never bring back uh, what I listen to, like Don and Bird in the mornings and uh, Lap Lap, Alan Lappin and all those people, uh, you know, that many of your folk may not know at all. But it was a proud station. Uh, and I've come back to try and uh, instill what we are about, uh, let people know, um, bring some happiness through to the through the day, but uh, let our 
let our listeners know what we're all about. And it is racing and sport. And we know that times have changed that so many people can watch the races on their phones and things. But there's still an avenue because live radio uh, is every day on RSN. And I love coming in here because you never know what each day will, uh, will bring because it's immediate. Uh, and that's, I think, one thing that I've, I love about it. Kevin, you would know uh, as well that... Um, you know, as you speak, you might be in a seven-second delay sometimes of the day, but for the majority on a racing station, it is live. And it's, uh, you know, where we're broadcasting sport and racing, particularly, you know, 364 days of the year at the moment. And uh, it's live every day. So uh, I, I love it, Sarah. Um, I, I'm committed uh, to improving everything around it. I'm not saying what we've had in recent years has been below standard. All I'm saying is that I've been I've been brought in to uh, uh, try and you know make it sound 2022, 23 20, as radio should be. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really excited about uh, the next few years. And it's an industry that's full of some wonderful, wonderful people. I mean, whether it's whether it's you know the greyhounds or it's trotting or it's uh, it's you know the elite uh, galloping. The the people around the industry are just the, they're the salt of the earth. A lot of them. They are, and 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 uh, as we record this today, you know, we started at Mooney Valley this morning for a Cox Plate build-up, and and uh, it it was all about uh, having people back. Kev, you know, they haven't been able to go to a Cox Plate for the last couple of years for obvious reasons. So there was a real healthy crowd of you know putters and listeners to us and things like that that went out and watched many horses and. And days like today, you can get up, you know, they're standing right next to Chris Waller or, you know, a jockey that they might have backed on Saturday. It, it is quite unique, this game. And, and you know, Harness Racing have got their time coming up with the Inter-Dominion and their big summer racing. And Greyhounds have got an extraordinary time in Victoria with, you know, the richest Greyhound race in the world called the Phoenix. Uh, you know, the the industries, the three codes in Victoria, and I'm simply not saying that because I work at RSN and we, we're obviously tight with those communities, but I will say right now, uh, the, the, each of the codes, uh, the next three or four months is so strong for each of them that it's just fantastic for us that we're able to play a major role in broadcasting it. Yeah. No, it's very good. Very good indeed. Uh, and uh, do you like a punt yourself? <laughs> I, I, well, it's starting to get a bit personal now, Kev. I, I don't know whether I should be able to say that <laughs> I have a putt or not, but I, I, uh, I occasionally do. I, I wouldn't say that I'm a, I'm a everyday putter. And in fact, Kev, there might be two or three weeks where I don't have a bet. But uh, if I follow a horse, if I think I've spotted a horse that might not have won but still ran nicely, that I think that it's close and it might be juicy odds next time, uh, that's when I more have a bet. But uh uh, I, I can openly sit there every day and watch it. I like watching and listening to the racing for yeah. sure, but um, uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not a player every day. Well, just to finish up, Andrew, um, we normally ask our guests. <laughs> you'll be a good one to ask if you have a kitchen tip or a cooking tip to share. Helps if you know where it is. <laughs> well, um, is that that kitchen with knives and forks? <laughs> That's the one. Uh, no, my, my my main advice would be: don't pretend. If you don't cook, then don't try. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully you've got someone else around you that can that you can rely on like me. But 
So my only advice is don't overcook things. Mm. Uh, you don't want, you know, um, I'm not saying my wife does this because I, I'm on, you know, I, I over the many years that we've been together, uh, it's become, she knows how I like a chicken schnitzel, but there's nothing worse than when you get one delivered and you take the first cut of it with the knife and you battle to get through it because underneath it's a bit black. <laughs> and uh, uh, as the gravy tries to cover it, it just can't quite. So you just don't want to overcook things, Sarah. <laughs> that is brilliant advice. That's a brilliant bit of advice. <laughs> Enjoy the spring race and carnival. Good luck in the new role at RSN, and thanks so much for your time, Thank Andrew. You. Really appreciate it. <laughs> no, appreciate it to you both, and uh, let's hope the spring and the summer bring some warm weather. Yep. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. You're listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Yes, that's what we say on the radio show because it's a radio <laughs> show now too across the Ace Radio Network. On through, Sunday mornings from nine. Yes, through uh, the, uh-huh. uh, the – Everywhere the, from Daniloquin to Warrnambool to the, Wangaratta. The very wet regions of Victoria yep. too at the moment. So uh, best of luck and a shout-out to all those people. thinking of you all, yep. Who are uh, battling with that and it's as close to us as the Maribyrnong River. So it's, sure um, it's Yeah, it's not Pretty good. confronting. Uh, now, let's get to our food poll, which we now know is oh, look, cabana a bit of, and cheese. <laughs> a bit of cabana. <laughs> you know, those those cubes of cheese. Cubes of cheese on a plate with uh, little uh, slices the, of cabana. Weren't always the best cheese. Bit of toothpick action. Yeah, uh, well. No, it was the cheapest cheese, wasn't yeah, it? it was. It was get the big, buy the big block and then <laughs> cut it into little tasty. things. Let's start it. off with Merv Hughes. Yep. He says he loves both on Savoy crackers, no less. Bang. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sue Landry says, oh, my God, how do you choose? They go together like Mork and Mindy. I think I stole that from you, Sue. How do you separate them? No, too hard. <laughs> Fair enough. Aussie Old Salt, the handle there, says uh, both with a slice of gherkin. Oh, we get a lot of We condiments. weren't offering the gherkins. We've got a lot of condiments coming into this and a lot of crackers as well. Mm. Speaking of crackers, Terry Daniels, one. he <laughs> says, look, I agree with the others. Like a chocolate milkshake, but you forgot the chocolate syrup. Yeah. Well, I guess you could just drink the milk. In this case, I'll eat the cheese. Hopefully I can find some crackers. <laughs> Patricia says cheese. Old Crokey says no one says say cabana. <laughs> so I'll go with the more popular and say cheese. Fair enough. Joylene, cheese. Uh, Rebecca says both. Now that I can make vegan cheese yeah. and mock meats, I don't have to go without this anymore. That's a good idea. Mock meats sounds like a good name for a band. It does. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Mock right, meats. On stage. It's mock meats. Peter. Gosh, we're silly. Says both for me, though if I could only choose one, it would have to be the cheese. That's the idea of the uh, cho- choice thing, Pete. <laughs> uh, Anne Lee says definitely cheese. Artie Stephen says cheese, just cheese, nothing more than cheese. Did I mention cheese? Oh, cheese is oath you did. <laughs> Silvana says both, but if I had to choose and you do, it's cheese. Baby cheeses. Eddie <laughs> says, well, I'm Polish, so have a guess. I reckon that would be Cabana. Yep. Rob Elliott says both. Oh, Rob Elliott, um, <laughs> uh, what did they subscribe to in the paper of recent times as a games mogul? Oh, well, he is. <laughs> Rob Elliott, he games is. mogul. He is a mogul. He says both together on a little stick with a cocktail onion. Oh, yes. No wonder he's a games what mogul. What an arrangement. Peter Mobb says both. Muriel Cooper says cheese. Di Roll says cheese. Lee Michael Harrison says, look, on behalf of Gabbana, I wish oh. to register a complaint. Oh. Do I do this in an Italian accent because it's Cabana? <laughs> Cheese is a food group. 
Imagine a life without cheese in any mm. meal. Unless, of course, you're lactose intolerant, then there's a problem. This is a David versus Goliath question. Yes. End of rant. I need to lie down. So do I. Me too. Sue Hosking, cheese. I can eat cheese every day but I couldn't eat cabana every day. Now that, that is a good distinction. That's yep. one of the great arguments in this whole thing. Cheese but where's the gherkin, says Ali. Glenn Rodder says, I would reckon, oh, well, I reckon I'd settle for the cabana, Pato. Sarah says, okay, I'm the weirdo of the group. Huh. I don't like cabana and I don't like <laughs> cheese. But I do like pickled onions. Oh, Hope that helps. She does. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Karen says, I'm with Sue Landry. You just can't separate them. Uh, Davin says, if I had to select, I would be a cheese person. Mm. All of the different varieties are so yeah. good, but cabana does go very yeah. well with cheese too. Rachel, always both. Marilyn, cheese, 100 Nicole Gunn says, Cabana with cheese on a Ritz biscuit, Kevin. Well, we had Savoy's at the start. Now we got Ritz. Uh, Fran says. We need some Jats crackers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right (laughs) in the Jats crackers, that one went. Fran says both. (laughs) Just got the Jats crackers joke. Marley says, (laughs) I choose both of them. And you will do the next one? Why? Tony Bennett says. Yep, because I'm doing wine after. Of course. So I should sing this. No, don't because it doesn't end well. Oh. <laughs> don't oh, sing Kevin, it. Kevin, you're putting Tr- me off my trust game. Trust me, don't sing it. Maybe I'm weird, but I prefer – oh, okay. <laughs> I've just read ahead. <laughs> All right. You've got to do it now. Thanks for giving me that one. You've got to do it you now. You planned that. Maybe I'm weird, but I prefer strawberries with cheese rather than something that resembles a giraffe's genitals. Kevin. I'm just letting that sit there. I'm just letting everyone take that in. Waving the breeze like some dirty laundry. (laughs) There Uh, you go. Not an aficionado on either of those two subjects, cabana or giraffes. (laughs) But let's get to Wayne, who's an aficionado on everything. Now, he says this really is rather unfair. (laughs) Hmm. These two belong together like Hados and Langer at the top of the order, (laughs) Ah. or like Clint Eastwood and his Magnum. And no, kiddies, that's not an ice cream. Ask your parents. One of these two is a joy to eat on its own or with other things. Yep. It's versatile and beloved by all of us who are blessed with the gift of sanity. <laughs> if it was a beetle, it would be John and Paul combined. <laughs> it really is that awesome. I'm talking about cheese. But you don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to have worked that out. That leaves us with Cabana. Now, Cabana on its own is a non-entity. It's like a solo album for one of the other guys. <laughs> it's, it's like a solo album from the other guy from Wham. That'd be Andrew Richland. Uh, that'd be him. If oh. Cabana was a Beatle, ah. and we mentioned that, you know, the other two, John and Paul, if Cabana was a Beatle, we all know who it would be, don't we? <laughs> I know what he's Cabana is Ringo. Oh, bingo. And not the interesting <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engines and Friends Ringo or the cameo on The Simpsons Ringo. Boring old which end of the stick hits the round things Ringo. <laughs> Nobody ever says, I can't wait to get home and have a nice cabana platter. No. No, they don't. No, it's because it's a miserable little sausage of cured sadness <laughs> that serves no purpose on its own. Oh. You can imagine someone, you can imagine like a family of cabanas. You're just a miserable little sausage of cured, cured sadness, sadness, Kevin. Now get over in the That's corner. That's more T-shirt material. Yes. Uh, I'd rather be forced into a trivial pursuit marathon with the Kardashians <laughs> Then sit down to a cabana platter. <laughs> and in case you were wondering, George would be the pickled onion <laughs> in our Beatles scenario. Uh, uh, look, both kind of wins, to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, but cheese if, cheese, if if I had to make a choice, uh, and that's what a poll's about, um, it would be it cheese. It is the cheese. Yes, yep. the cheese wins. Yeah, say cheese. 
Uh, our thanks to Andrew Bensley. Our thanks for Andrew putting that uh, world food issue of the, the <laughs> of too huge thick, importance. Two thick potato cakes. Don't make them too thick. Otherwise, you might as well be eating a potato. Exactly right. So thanks to Andrew for his time. Really appreciate. It. He was busy as heck because of the spring carnival. I know, and I pursued him. Yes, you did. You did. You tracked him down. I like, did, and I said I won't take no was for like, an answer. Was like Angela Lansbury in an episode of Murder She Wrote. <laughs> he said, "Sarah, I'm at the Cox Plate drawer." <laughs> yes, and the bit you don't hear at the start of the interview is where Andrew says, "I'm a bit worried about this." <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't say you should be. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. Don't forget all the other episodes. If you didn't like this one, there's plenty yeah. of other really good ones, uh, and this one was exceptional. It was. Yeah, not just really good. This one was exceptional. Yeah. Uh, until the next time, bye for now. Can't wait. Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Gosh, we're silly.